Hey ladies, the Beautiful Movement now has their summer box available for pre-sale. This means that you have the chance to sign up before these boxes sell out again. If you have not had the opportunity to get one of these boxes, grab your box today. These boxes are becoming so popular, they're actually selling out. The theme in this box is Walking with Jesus, a box that will help you grow deeper with God this summer. It's the perfect summer starter kit that you don't want to miss. Head on over to www.jointhebeautifulmovement.com to sign up today. Be sure to use the discount code UNCOMMONTEEN, all one word, for 15% off your first box. You can also follow The Beautiful Movement on Instagram at the underscore beautiful underscore movement. Ladies, you don't want to miss this. Welcome to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, the podcast for Christian teen girls. Each week, we talk about real life issues that you're facing every day and how to overcome them in a way that stays true to who you are and who God created you to be. I'm your host, Jamie Kirshner, and I am so excited to be here with you today. Ladies, I am super excited about our interview this week with my beautiful friend, Donna Martin. Donna and I originally connected because of her heart for teen girls, just like you. She has a message of hope and encouragement that she wants to share with you today. Donna is the founder of Girl Truth, which is an online platform that has life-changing Bible studies specifically for you that you can do online wherever you are. Donna, we're so excited that you're here today. So before we get started, girls, I want you to know a little bit more about Donna. So Donna, can you tell us something about yourself that not very many people know? Yeah. When I was a teenager, I was a part of a hip hop dance group. And we literally traveled all over California and really even to Oklahoma and to Virginia. And we danced all over the place in Catalina Island. And We danced all over the place, and that was fun. That was a huge part of my teenage years. It kept me grounded, really, in my faith and connected to other girls who love Jesus. And so that was a lot of fun. I don't dance so much anymore. I probably should get back into it, but (laughs) it was fun then. That is so awesome. My son would be so jealous. We've tried to find good places for him to do hip-hop classes, and there just aren't very many out there that are wholesome and good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. shaped quite a bit of my teen years and got me out of the state and got me to different places and different churches. And it was just a lot of fun. That is incredible. I love it. (laughs) Okay. So the next question is, what is your favorite song to worship to right now? Okay. So right now I am stuck on the Bethel album, Homecoming. And I almost love every single song on the album. Me and my husband, I've been listening to it on repeat but my favorite one is called Standing in Miracles. And it's literally just the words are so powerful to me. She just says, basically says, God, you're right there. Like, I don't have to fight hard to find you. You're everywhere around me. I can see you in everything. And so it's really cool. Oh, I will have to listen to that one because I have not heard of that one before. Do you have a favorite verse right now that you want to share with these girls? Yeah, it's a verse that I've kind of been meditating on since the beginning of the year. And it is in Genesis 5.22, and it says that Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years. And I just thought that was so fascinating. I mean, I'm reading through the Bible again this year. I did it last year. Last year, I didn't recognize that voice. If you know the story of Enoch, you know that he walked with God, and then he just kind of disappeared. God took him to heaven with him. They were like besties. And so, but I love that it says he walked in close fellowship with God for 300 years. 
And I just think, oh my gosh, like how many of my years have I been walking in close fellowship with God and, and can I get closer? And, and how many years can I walk in close fellowship with God? And so I just think that story of Enoch is incredible. And just in the culture that he lived in at the time, you know, he was right before the flood. So we know that it wasn't perfect. We know that there was a lot going on and he still was super close to God. So I thought that was awesome. That is awesome. I don't know that I've stopped to think about it like that. All right. So the last question before we get started, can you tell us a quick version of who Donna is and how you got to be where you are today? Ooh, quick version. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my name is Donna. I am from Southern California. I have lived here my whole life, except for for four years. I went to college in Oklahoma. I went to a school called Oral Roberts University. And after I was done in Oklahoma, came right back. (laughs) I got married and I have been married for almost 17 years. I have three kiddos and I have been in youth ministry with my husband for many, many years. Right now, I have an online ministry called Girl Truth and it's really for teen girls. Like more than anything, I want to see teen girls walking in their true identity and to know how beautiful they are and how fearfully and wonderfully made they are and for them to know they don't have to settle. And so I devote most of my life to that besides raising my three kids and love, love to see teen girls when they fall in love with Jesus because he's the best thing. How did I get here? You know, when I was 19 years old, I had an encounter with God. I grew up in church my whole life. You guys heard I was on a dance team. I danced you know, we danced hip hop, but it was Christian hip hop. And so we danced in different churches and all around everywhere doing like youth conferences and that kind of thing. But I didn't really have an encounter with God until I was probably about 19 years old, actually before that, 18 years old. And that's when I finally, all the things that I had learned growing up in church and all the things that I knew about God, I finally, I feel like I surrendered in those moments. And I always say that was the moment that God found me. Since that time when God found me, I've been walking with God and I've just been wanting to see Him glorified in everything that I say and do. I mean, Jesus is like everything. And if He is lifted up in my life, that's the best thing. Yes, I love it. Our stories are actually very similar in the way that I actually fully surrendered my life to the Lord when I was 18, and then actually shortly after got called into youth ministry. And so I just love that you have a heart for teen girls like I do, and that is why I have you on today. And talking about that heart for teen girls, you told me that you have a message that you wanted to share with these girls today, and so I would love for you to share what is on your heart. Yeah, absolutely. I want to talk to you girls about a scripture that is probably familiar to some of you, but it might be brand new to all of you. And and it's Ephesians 2.10. And I love this scripture in Ephesians. I actually love the book of Ephesians because it tells us so much of who we are. If you want to know identity, if you want to know who you are in Christ, if you have questions about your value and your worth, then you've got to read the book of Ephesians because Ephesians will tell you that God has been thinking about you before you were even in your mother's womb. He had a plan and a purpose for you. And the reason why you're here on earth is because God had something that he needed done in the earth and he picked you for it. And so you're here. You're like the plan of God with skin on. That's what I like to say. You're the plan of God walking around in the earth and he has such beautiful things that he wants you to do. So Ephesians 2.10, it says this, that we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so that we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. 
long ago. It says where his masterpiece, another translation says that where his poem, like it's like he's writing a story through our lives. And how beautiful that where his poem, that, that word there, the Greek word is poema. So it's literally poem. Like we, he is crafting a beautiful story through your life. And I just want you to think about this. You know, here in California, it's pretty cool. I live in front of a mountain and I can see the snow on the mountain and it's beautiful. Snow-capped mountains. If you live anywhere where there's snow-capped mountains or just not even capped, just snow full mountains, it's stunning, right? It's so beautiful. But you know what? If I drive about an hour from here, I'm at the beach and I can see the Pacific Ocean. I can see all the way down to Catalina Island and it's stunning, right? Here in California, we have incredible sunsets. And I know in the Midwest as well, you have beautiful, beautiful sunsets, right? Or I can drive just 30 minutes up the mountain and I'm in this incredible forest, right? And I can see trees from everywhere. Even when I drive out to the desert, even though it's, you know, hot and sandy and scorpions, there's beauty there. There's beauty all around me. And I just want you to think of the most beautiful things that you've seen in creation, sunsets, right? Snow-capped mountains, a vast ocean expanse, the most beautiful creatures. Some are kind of creepy, but the most beautiful creatures that you've seen in the ocean or in, you know, bugs or, you know, in the Amazon, all these incredible, masterful, creative things that God has made, but he didn't call any of those things his masterpiece. We would look at a sunset and go, Oh my gosh, that's a masterpiece. It's beautiful, purple and orange and 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 bright yellows. And and we would say, Oh my gosh, that's so beautiful. If you've ever been to the Caribbean and you looked at the ocean, oh my gosh, God, you are so creative. That is so beautiful. But he didn't call any of those things his masterpiece. He called you his masterpiece. He says, You, you are his masterpiece. You were created in Christ Jesus for good works. I want you to think of some of the masterpieces that you see. Right. Things, other things in culture that we would call the masterpiece. And I don't know. Every time I talk about this message, I always use the Mona Lisa. I don't know why. She's kind of my favorite. She's not actually even that cute. You know, she's not smiling. She's not, you know, she's just kind of looking. We're not sure if she's mad or if she's happy. She's kind of looking sideways at everybody. And we're, I, But they would call that a masterpiece. Why? Because it's the only one of its kind right? If you go to the Louvre, it's only about eight and eight by 11, but they've got it covered with like security rope and lasers. And like, if you try to get the, the Mona Lisa, you are getting tackled, right? They are not going to let you get away with getting the Mona Lisa. Why? Because it's a masterpiece. I want you to recognize that the creator of the universe, the creator of all things, he has created in you a masterpiece. And you are so valuable. Why is the Mona Lisa so valuable? Because it's the only one of its kind. Every other copy of Mona, although it might be cool, although it looks like the original, it is not the original and therefore it's not as valuable. You are the, his masterpiece and you're the only one of your kind. And so you are rare and extremely valuable. But unlike Mona Lisa, we are just not made to sit on a shelf, right? Or to sit behind security lasers and rope, right? We're, 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 not, we're not made to just sit there and look pretty. What does the scripture say? He says, we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew so that we can do the good things that he planned for us long ago. 
see, how does this play out? When you recognize that how you were made was masterful and beautiful, man, the things that you do, they flow naturally out of that. Your gifting, your your abilities, your, your calling, all of those things were crafted specifically by God because there was something that he has for you to do. For many of you, maybe you're called into the ministry and that you're going to be a pastor one day. Maybe you're going to be a doctor. Maybe you're going to be a nurse on the mission field, or maybe you're going to be a lawyer and you're going to change the justice system. Maybe you're going to be the one that's going to change the foster care system, or you're going to be the one that's going to run and change Congress. I don't know what God has gifted you to do, but what you need to know is that there is something very precious and specific, and you never want to compare yourself to anybody else, right? Mona Lisa, she's a masterpiece all on her own. She might be right down the hall from a sculpture of the David, right? Or a sculpture of something else, but they can't compare Mona Lisa to any other painting or any other sculpture. Why? Because they're just not the same. They're they're not even on the same plane. That's a masterpiece. And that other sculpture down the hall in the Louvre, that's a masterpiece as well. She serves her specific purpose, And that painting or that masterpiece, the other one serves its specific purpose. And so you never want to compare yourself to someone else because God made you uniquely special and powerful for such a time as this. Listen, so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. I don't know how long ago, but I know he's been thinking about you a long time. And he's been thinking about how incredible he was going to create you and how powerful you were going to be in the earth. And so you can never downplay who you are. You can never say, well, because I don't have the gifts that that girl has, or because I don't look like that girl. Uh Uh-uh. No, 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 no. Could you imagine if we pulled the, what would happen if we pulled the Mona Lisa off of the wall and we colored her hair blonde? or we colored her hair red, or we decided to paint bigger lips on her, or we changed her dress, or we did so, what would happen to that masterpiece? That painting would, it would be, it would just go down in value. Why? Because we ruined it, right? We were trying to make Mona look like somebody else, but we ruined it. That wasn't what the artist intended. The artist intended for her to have that straight black hair and that side look, okay? That's what he intended. If we go in and try to change that, well, it loses its value because it's not the original. It wasn't the original intent of the artist. And it's the same thing. You look at yourself in the mirror and you go, well, I don't want that. Or and look, at there's nothing wrong with put it on some makeup girl if that's what you like or wanting to change your hair color or anything. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that you never want to try to be someone else or something else because what the artist, the master intended for his masterpiece That's exactly what he wanted. And as an original, man, girl, you are rare and extremely valuable because you're the original. No one else will walk the earth. That's just like you. Not one person will be just like you. So I want you to build yourself up in this confidence, right? Not arrogance, but a confidence that goes, I was made in the image of God. I am his masterpiece and I was created for good works. You know, when God does something good, it's all the way good. It doesn't matter what you've walked through in your life. It doesn't matter how things have turned out so far. I mean, I didn't have the easiest childhood growing up. My parents separated when I was in junior high and I grew up most of my life in a lot of poverty 
but God had was writing his story through me the whole time. God was writing his story and it doesn't matter what you've walked through. He will turn it. He will work in Romans 8, 28. What does it say? All things work together for good to them that love God and are called according to his purpose. And that's who you are. So I want you to stand in that and remember Ephesians 2.10. Anytime you're struggling with some confidence or, you know, somebody says something crazy or you're not sure if you have gifts or talents or no, I am his masterpiece. And I was created anew in Christ so that I could do the good things he planned for me. You were in his plan, girl, long ago. Amen. I love it. So, so good. Thank you so much for sharing that because it is so much truth. And actually, I shared almost the same message, very similar at a conference a couple of weeks ago. And I don't think that we understand a lot of times as especially teen girls, we are truly beautiful and we truly are valuable. And God has created us so amazingly. So thank you so much for sharing that message because these girls yeah. hear it every single day. And I don't know if you know this, but actually at the end of every podcast episode that I do, I actually have them repeat after me and we say, I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Mm. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. And so that's something we say every single week because I want them to know this truth that you just shared with them. So thank you so much for sharing this with them. Yeah, absolutely. And that is powerful. And girls, that little saying right there, I'm beautiful and I'm valuable and that doesn't change. You need to continue to confess that over yourself because life, because people, because circumstances will try to lie to you and tell you that your value or your worth or your beauty has changed. And remember what God says about you. That's the only opinion that matters. And you know what? His opinion is the best one out there anyway. So that's the one we cling to. So good. Well, Donna, thank you so much for sharing with us this week. Can you share with these girls how they can connect with you? Yeah, absolutely. If you're on Instagram, you can follow us at Girl Truth Squad, G-I-R-L-T-R-U-T-H-S-Q-U-A-D, Girl Truth Squad. Or you can find me specifically on Instagram at with love underscore Donna Martin. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for sharing with us. We're so excited that you're with us. Thank you for having me. So good. I'm so I'm so honored to be here. All right, ladies. So just as we shared, let's go ahead and say this together. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Uncommon Teen Podcast. If you have not yet subscribed to the Uncommon Teen Podcast, we would love for you to go ahead and subscribe, go ahead and rate and review, share with us what you want us to talk about on this podcast. Have a great week, ladies, and we'll see you back here next time. Ladies, I hope that this episode helped you today. I hope that you know how incredibly loved by God that you really are. Repeat after me. I am beautiful. I am valuable. My beauty and my value, they don't change. Even if someone fails to see how incredible God made me. All right, ladies, I would love to personally invite you to join us this July 19th and 20th for Uncommon Teen Live 2024. Woohoo! Being a teen girl today is tough. Being a Christian teen girl today is even more challenging, but God has given you everything you need to not just survive this crazy world, 
but to soar. At this year's conference, we're going to be talking about how to become free from anything that is holding you back from being all that it is that God has created you to be. And for those of you who have not been to Uncommon Teen Live before, you get to be a part of our live Ask Me Anything session. Ladies, throughout the whole conference, I have a box set up where you can ask your questions. And then on Saturday, the second day of the conference, we set aside a special session just to answer as many questions as we possibly can. And ladies, I would love to invite you to be a part of our live podcast recording at the conference venue itself. Ladies, last year we tried this and I don't know what happened, but the recording disappeared. This year it's not happening. We are going to record live and in person at Uncommenting Live, and I would love for you all to be a part of this episode. So if you have not gotten your tickets yet, head on over to Uncommenting Live, grab your tickets today. And real quick, I just want to say thank you to those of you who prayed for us about our venue. After a couple of venues fell through for Uncommenting Live, I knew that God was going to do something big, and He really was. He was working behind the scenes even when we didn't see it. We found a venue that is amazing. The owners are amazing. They love the heart behind Uncommon Teen. I'm so excited because there's something even better that I want to share with you, but I can't share with you yet. Ah. (laughs) So stay tuned because I've got some really awesome news about this conference that you're going to love. So I just want to say again, thank you so much for your prayers. Know that they are heard, that God listens to you, and I am just excited. Continue to pray over this event. God is going to do something miraculous, and I am so excited to get to be a part of it. All right, ladies, have an amazing rest of your week, and we'll see you back here next time.